0: Welcome to Presence Church sermon of the week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit presenceoc.org. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Hey, how many of you guys are here you just just I always I always love to see who's our guest here. They've never been here before. Is your first time? Raise your hand. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six—kind of cool. We got a whole family back there. Good-looking family. <laughs> I love your hat. It's great. I love it. Jesus. All right. Hey, um, oh, I'm really excited about God. Man, you know, one of my favorite things to hear about our community is just how people come and visit, and they're like, "Wow, you—you you guys are really hungry for God here," or they'll say, "Well." It was really passionate. Like, they're really passionate for Jesus. I'm like, there's, no, there's almost no greater compliment that I could ever hear about our community than that. Like, I don't care if we get everything right, but I, I do care if we're, on, if we're just burning for the love of God in our lives. I mean, I, I think that, that needs to be the mark of our community. Um, I'm, I'm gonna share a lot today um, on, uh, 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 on, some, uh, on some stuff. Good stuff. Stuff. Let me pray for us. <laughs> it's so funny how radically different the two services are sometimes. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> what, 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 I, what I felt like doing the first service, like, I don't feel like doing this service. So, um, oh, yeah, but I do have some announcements. Um, I wanted to announce that uh, today uh, God is in a good mood. And, and I wanted to announce that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And um, next uh, next Sunday, I'm really excited about this. He is also in a good mood. Those are the announcements. You can write those down. I would. This week, I'm going to announce that God's goodness and mercy is going to follow you, track you down, and overtake you this week. All right. That might be on social media too. I don't know, but it's here now. That's my announcement. All right, <laughs> It's a good day when we got nothing else to announce, right? Just the goodness of God. All right. Um, <laughs> let me just pray. Father, I love you, God. Oh, Lord, we do. We just we're radically impacted by your life, God. God, you live a life that's worth following. You live a life that's worth looking at. God, you live a, you lived and you are living and you will live a life worth following. God will follow you anywhere. Just, just put that on your heart right now. God, I'll follow you anywhere. I'll give up anything. Man, I remember when God called my wife and I into ministry um, back in like 2010. I was just getting out of the Navy and, and we were gonna go. We didn't know what we were gonna do at the time. And I went to a, a Randy Clark conference. He's just a, a really great leader in the, in the body and, and, uh, and they, they said that people come up if you feel called to pastoring and this, this, and, and if you feel called to missionary over here and pastoring over here. And my wife and I were like, well, I think that, that might be us. I don't know. We had a home group. And so we went up and, and we're bawling. You guys ever just been like a, just a mess? Like snot's coming out. It's on the floor. You, I don't clean the carpets, so somebody else does. But it's coming out, right? And we were just a mess. And I just remember, I remember it just it just hit me, this thing that just came out of my mouth. Like even if I had to leave my mother and my father, God, I'll follow you anywhere. And it's just this realization in your heart that God, I will leave everything for you. And it's just, I don't, I don't know what gets us to that place. I don't know how we get there or, or if we're there, if we're not there. I don't really, I don't care too much about that stuff. I just knew in that moment, something that so impacted my heart that night um, and it wasn't even just the tears. It was just the moment impacted me so much that I just knew, God, there's nothing else but following you, God, nothing else. And I, I, i been following him for a while, but there was something in me that just finally had let go and said, I want to follow you, God. And it just, there was a grace on, it. I just knew like I could leave my family and follow him. Like, I love my family. You get it. But he says, he says, listen, listen, he who has not left mother, father, brother, sister cannot be my disciple. He tells people, leave the plow and come with me. Leave your boats and your nets. Come with me. And when you see how kind he is, when you see how good he is, when you see the, the reward of following him, it's like you get it all. There's no sacrifice, it almost feels like. Anyway, that was, I was just thinking about that as I was praying. Um, yeah. Can I pray that over us real quick? Just feel like I'm thinking about it. I want, you to, I want you to pray it over. Sometimes there's moments of God's grace that are, um, there's always grace for breakthrough, amen. <laughs> but sometimes we're in a place that I just, you just feel, hear God speak. So Father, there's people in this room right now, if that's you, put your hand on your heart, that, that, that you, just, you just know that it's, it's, it's time for me to let go of some things. It's time for me to lay down an aspect of my life, lay down what I'm holding to. I'm clinging to something that, um, that you've been calling me out of. If that's you, just put your hand on your heart. Father, I just, we just declare right now that today is a great day to leave our nets, to leave, our, to leave the life around us, to, to, to fully be devoted to following you, your love, your kindness, your greatness, God. We follow you today, God. Thank you, Lord, that you're, you're putting, you're, you're downgrading every other thing in our life but you, God. Whew. Come on. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're doing it, God. Yeah, amen. Okay, cool. I wanted to do that. Hallelujah. That was for a few of us here. Man. Okay, hey, today I'm excited. So funny. Rodney. I, I love Rodney. Rodney got up here and was sharing after worship. Man, Rodney's, Rodney. Um, Rodney used to be a pastor, right? Yeah, Rod used to be a pastor and, and 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 now he's serving the Lord even more because he's just he's just do, living his life for Jesus. He's impacting whole he literally one of the leaders of a of a big adventure outdoor place and he gets to mentor and pour into all these young kids and young adults, and he's just I don't know, you're just one of my heroes, man. And I love I love it. He got up here and just he just brought this whole wild man of God thing. Like that was really good, wasn't it? Like you're like what? God, you are a wild man! Like <laughs> it just hit me, and I was just telling Chris lately. I've been I've been looking at August, and I'm starting to my little three year old son, and I've been calling him Wild Man. Like, God, August, just a wild man, and because I want him to believe it. I want him to embody the wild the wildness of a boy, of a man, of a and, and so I'm just I'm speaking that life. And so I just I love the idea of like God, you're a wild man, and we're supposed to look like you. We can be wild men and women. So I just, that was, that, was a, that was a wild word. Anyway, but then he starts going after this whole family thing. And he didn't, wasn't here last service, but today I want to talk about family. I want to go after family. And, and, and so I love that I almost, I was just like, you preach this message. You're doing awesome. Um, <laughs> I want to go after family. One thing I wanted to do, and I did it first service, and I think it's really important, is I want to, I'm going to recall us back. If you've never heard me talk about this, this is a great day for you. But I want to talk about our vision for this church, okay? And I I think as as we're going forward places, our church is growing. It's being infused with incredible people. We're getting miracles are happening. People are coming saying, I want to do this for you. I want to do this. So clearly God's doing something powerful, amen? He really is. God shows up every time we do. Every time we're here, he shows up because he loves you radically, as, as, as God is leading this and, and as I get to, you know, to be um, one of the leaders here and, and be the senior pastor, I start to think, to think with God and dream about God of where we're going as a community and what we're building. And I, you know, every now and then, you guys ever get, you always get, like, think about where you're going and you get a little, you get a little scared? Raise your hand if you ever gotten scared. Cool. So a bunch of you guys, so you know what, raise your hand if you've ever gotten scared. Raise your hand. Cool. So a bunch of us. Cool. So Sometimes I'm talking with God, and I, and I get these ideas on my head, and I get a little scared. Not in like the good way, like, oh man, this is scary, God, this is... No, it's like, ah, I'm a little worried, I get anxious, okay? And so, you know, I, I, I love that. The reality is, when, when we have fear, see, perfect fear casts out love, okay? And, and, and so... <laughs> You don't think of it that way normally, do you? It's like perfect love casts out fear, which is in the Word. But the reality is perfect fear will always cast out love. Um, I'm just glad that God doesn't have fear. And so we never have to worry about Him casting out love. He always, He actually has the perfect love part. So, so I, I just kind of let, I, I recognize like, oh, this is getting me a little anxious, God. I'm gonna go ahead and let, let you love on me for a second. See, so here's the deal, guys. When I think about what we're building here, I get really excited about what we're doing. But you see, I understand, like my heart, my heart for what we're doing here will always and is family. It will always be family. That we are here to build family. We're not here to build church. We're not here to build buildings. We're here to build people in family, okay? And so when I dream with God about what we're doing, and a year ago, we're about a year and a half in, and a year ago, we had we had vision for what we were doing, and we had that same vision, but now we're a lot bigger, and, and more things are happening, and it's getting more exciting, okay? And I start thinking about, God, what are we doing? And then I think about where we're going, and I look around me at what maybe I'm seeing what's, uh, I'm, th- I'm thinking about church. I'm like, oh, we have a church now. Like, in- that's interesting, God. What do we do that? How do we, how do we build the church? And, and I keep hearing family, family, family. You know God's kingdom is, is the family right it's the, that's the model he's given us he says I, he says in fact, I want you to pray every time you pray Todd, I want you to pray our Father in art and heaven our father so we have mothers and fathers and we have brothers and sisters and we have family okay I love in romans uh, Romans eight uh, whew, thank you jesus in, in Romans eight it says uh, for you have well, I'll back up. Romans 8, 12. It says, So then, brothers, we are under, under obligation not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. <laughs> I love how blatant the Bible is. Yeah, You must die. And what they're saying is die to your flesh. Die to that thing you're holding on to. Right? Give up. Give up your nets. Give up your life. Otherwise, you're going to try and save it. And that's of the flesh. The flesh is all of our efforts to be good. All right. You must die for, (laughs) I love it. But if by the spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Say, I will live. Right? And so, because is the spirit in you? Amen. Then this is you. They're talking about you. For all those who are being led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So do you have the Holy Spirit in you? Amen. You're a son or a daughter of God. They're talking about you. This is good news. For you have, verse 15, for you have not received the spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons by which we cry out, Abba, Father. And the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. Man, he thinks of everything. Even when you don't feel like a son or a daughter, your spirit still declares it. Man. Wow. It's hard to miss this. Like you just can't, you can't miss out. I love it. There's no fear of missing out because he's put his spirit in you. It's, it's, it's like a done deal. And if children, heirs also, and heirs of God. Now, why why would you need an heir if you don't have a family? Right? See, he is a father, and he wants, to, he wants to let you know that he doesn't want his line to stop at, at him. He, he actually wants to create heirs, and so he literally spells it out. And if you are his, a child of, of God, you're also an heir, and an heir of God and a fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him so that we also might be glorified with him. So we're family. We're family with God. You're God's family. And so if we're going to build something on earth that resembles heaven right? On earth as it is in heaven. That's our prayer. So what we're building here needs to resemble God's culture. And God's culture starts with family. So when I think about what we're building here, I think of a giant filter, okay? And every time, and every time we do something or we build something or people come in, I want to take them through this filter. You know what that filter is called? Family. It's called family. So anytime we build something and it doesn't resemble family, I want us to look at it pretty like, oh, that's interesting. We built that. Did that create family or did it not create family? And so when I think about family, that's what I think about. I think about what's our filter as we build our community because we get to build whatever we want. We're not a 1,000 people where we have to move this giant ship. We actually get to build it as we go. And that's why I think one of the reasons why I love having our own church, because we can do whatever we want with it. We're under no, no obligation to build it the way the world would want us to build it. So as we're building, I'm going to get a little vulnerable with you. I'm thinking about with God. I'm, I'm dreaming with Him about our community and our church and stuff, and I get afraid because I picture this, this church that we're building, and it, and it looks like a big square building with, with edges and corners. And you got to remember, like this building is pretty square, right? Like you don't get more, more square than this building. Like you uh, you drive by it and you're like that's a big square building. What's in there? The Churches, <laughs> and then a, a, a nightclub rents it out on Friday and Saturday. But um... <laughs> sorry, did you get that? Um, and so and so, but I, so I, I get I get thinking about it's like God. I am really. I sometimes get scared of what we might build because when I think about what I don't want to build, I think about, you guys ever in shop class? You guys ever in shop class? When I was in high school, um, gosh, that was like back in 90, shocker, um, like 94 or five. I graduated 97 out of high school, so I'm 38 right now. When I was in high school, we had shop class, and you had these little you know, things you got to do in shop class, and I remember a sheet metal box. You ever made a sheet metal box? They give you a piece of sheet metal, and they teach you how to like build it and score it, score the edges, fold it up, and then you rivet the corners, and you got this box. You put change in or something. I don't know. Your mom says, wow, that's amazing, and she puts it somewhere that she doesn't have to look at it, right? And so and, and so, I think about, sometimes I think about like church as like this big metal box with hard edges, and it's... And it's like made out of sheet metal. And and like, don't touch the corners because you might, you might hurt yourself because they're not, because they're sharp. And I think, God, I don't know that I want to build a church that resembles a metal box. And I'm not saying we have to or other people have. I'm just talking about me, okay? This is me. And I, because and I'm, I'm, I love family and I don't know that family resembles a sheet metal box sometimes, and so I think about what we're building, an organization, and I think about organizations, and what do organizations do, and this like this, and, and I'm like, God, I don't, I get scared when I think about building something like that. And so in comes, in comes God, God's love and casts out that fear, and says, Jesse, that's not what we're going to build. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, well, God, like, what else do you build? What else can we do with the church? Like, how, What's it supposed to look like? And he shows me something else. Because you got to understand, Like, I don't want a church that's a machine where people go in and programs come out and, and this happens here and this happens here and, and all these moving parts and, and nobody actually knows anybody and they come into the building and, they, and nobody actually knows them before they leave. And, and I think, well, God, I don't, I, don't, I don't know that I want to be part of a machine. And God says, but Jesse, look at this machine. And he shows me a picture of a human heart. And I'm like, oh, anxiety level's going down. What's that, God? And he shows me this anatomic heart, right? Not just the acute cute heart things with like an emoji. It's an actual heart. And it's, and it's pumping. And it's got a rhythm. It's boom, 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 boom. And it's got, it's got blood going in. It's got blood going out. It's got four different chambers. It's got some programs in there. And <laughs> I don't know what that was. And so, <laughs> hallelujah. And and, and so it's got, it's got blood going and blowing. It's like, it's like this machine, right? Like our hearts are machines. And, and they're moving and they're moving. Why are they moving? Because there's signals being sent to the heart and it's going out of the heart. It's so good, right? And it's just, it's a living organism. It's not just an organization. It's this organism that, that everything relies on this thing to happen, right? In fact, this part of the body re- re- relies on the heart to work and this part and this part and this part. And so you've got this thing. Even the, even the heart, it beats. It's got a rhythm to it. You know that family has rhythm? Family has rhythm. You know why I just, I, I'll never say this because I don't want to guilt you into coming to church, but I want you here every Sunday. I don't want to guilt you into it, but here's why I want you here every single Sunday. Because family needs Rhythm. Family needs rhythm. If you come once a month, you're going to know um, you're not going to know what, 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 what Rodney looks like. You, you might come once a month and you're going smi- to see a frown on his face, and you're going to assume he's, he's frowning all the time. But what you don't know because you're not here every week, that he always smiles. And then when you come that one time and, and you see a frown, you don't know to go up to him and say, "Rodney, what's going on?" Because you're not in the rhythm of family. And if you come once a month, you may never meet Kevin. You may never meet some of these great people that I get to see every time. And so you're going to come in once a month or twice a month, and and you're going to have a level of connection, a level of family, which is kind of cool. But it's not the fullness of family what I would want. So this is why I want you to come. Because even the heart is saying, I've got a rhythm. I've got a rhythm. And I don't beat once every four beats. I beat every time. And if it misses a beat, people find out. So this is what we're building, guys. We're not built. this is my heart. Like I, I, I actually radically, like, I'm always like, just checking with the Lord, like, God, what are we building? What are we building? I never want to do anything with this, with our community that doesn't have a filter of family. I love miracles. I love, I love people getting healed. I was even telling Chris, Chris, I hope, I hope God heals people today. And I love, <laughs> I, I say that a lot, but, but I was like, I just feel like God wants to do this. And I knew He's going to do the transition. So I kind of like, just like seated that a little bit and I love that stuff. I love everything that we do here. I love the, I love the, but I love, but I know that what we're gonna build has to look like family. Jesus, thank you, God. See, how do you transform cities? How do you transform culture? How do you transform the world? How do you you change the world? How do you transform the world? With transformed people. With people that are being transformed into the likeness of Jesus. And what was God's plan to transform people? Family. It was always family. It always will be family. We can build whatever programs, whatever organizations we want. But it's not going to change His plan. And so I, I, I'm, our team is radically devoted to God's plan. And if God's plan is family, I want to figure this thing out. And you guys are here, so maybe you want to do it with us. And guys, what I'm sharing here is, is less of a message and more of like, I just want to share my heart for our community. I want to share the vision. Because if you don't know where we're going and what we're devoted to, you, you, you're not going to know... You're not going to feel that connected, and this is also why I want you here a lot because I want you to, to catch the family vision. I want you here getting family in you. I want you to. I want you to become a son and a daughter. And you don't really. You don't get that from watching a, a YouTube um, uh, teaching. You don't get that from just listening to worship in your car. You get that by actually being part of a family. How many of you guys have like, like brothers and sisters that you haven't seen in a few years? Like they're still family, but they're not close family. And I just want to get my hands on my sisters and hug them and love them. And, and that's how I feel about everybody here. And that's how I want you guys to feel about the person next to you. And that takes time, it takes rhythm. It takes connection. It takes, it takes sacrifice, laying down your life for the person next to you. It takes getting over awkwardness and actually asking that person, hey, what's going on? What's, how's your day looking? Can I pray for you? It takes, it takes all these little aspects of family, right? That's, that's one of the reasons why we teach. It's one of the reasons why we share because I do think sharing and teaching is good. But, but nobody entered into family because of a good sermon. Sermons don't enter us into family showing up and doing family does. Now, I I believe radically in the power of teaching. I believe in the the prophetic words. I believe in healing, all that stuff. But but transformation happens when you get into family. And if this isn't your family, find a family. Okay? If you're visiting today and you're not coming back, I totally bless you to take whatever it is you grabbed today and sow it into your family. If it's a church family, if it's a home family, uh, a relationship family, whatever that is, cultivate this. Because I've cultivated prayer houses, I've cultivated uh, jobs, I've cultivated all sorts of structures. And nothing actually creates sustained growth and transformation like an an actual family does. In, In... In Luke 8, it talks about the parable of the sower. It says, I'll just read it briefly. It says, it "says the sower went out. Jesus is, is speaking to, uh, to the crowd of people. And he, and he says, when a, when a large crowd was coming together and, and those from various cities were journeying to him, he spoke by way of a parable. The sower went out and sowed the seed. And as he sowed, some fell beside the road and it was trampled under the feet and the birds of the air ate it up. And other seeds fell on rocky soil, and as soon as it grew up, it withered away, and it had no moisture. Another seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it out. And other seed fell into the good soil and grew up and produced a crop a hundred times as great. See, I believe, I believe family can be great soil for you to be planted in. In fact, I, I, I'd wager that there's lots of opportunities for seeds to be sown along in your world. Uh, in your in your workplace, at home, at a prayer gathering, at a worship night, but I radically believe in God's value for family. That family is the soil that we're called to get planted in, and it's going to produce crop a hundred times what would have been capable outside of family. I'm using the word family a lot today. I'm realizing, sorry. See, transform people, transform cities. And if we're going after change in the world, if we're trying to look outside of our own little nucleus here, we've got to think about good messages don't transform cities. Families transform cities. Healthy families transform cities. That's how we got a church. We had a small family that was being transformed that was just powerful enough to invite more people in and transform that group, and then transform that group, and transforms that group. See, here's what we need. I need you guys to be transformed because when when orphans come off the street looking to know how to be a son or a daughter, they know they're not coming into an orphanage. See, we're not trying to build an organization that people can come off the street and feel not known in here as as well as they didn't feel known out there. I love what someone said. It might have been Chris Falton. I forget, but you're never more alone than when you're sitting with a group of people that nobody knows you. That to me kind of hits me. It kind of like pokes me a little bit. I'm like, oh, that's possible. We could literally have a church of a thousand people and have a whole bunch of people that aren't known. And that doesn't sound fun to me. Doesn't sound like something I want to give my life for, to be honest. But something where people come in and they become known because they sit next to Chris, or they sit next to Chelsea, sit next to Tiffany, and they just become known because Tiffany oozes love. You see what I'm saying? It's not even about me, because no one's sitting next to me up here, right? They're sitting next to you. So you're the mission, you're the plan, you're the family. You, people are going to come in here, maybe you're one of them, and it's your first time here, and you're like, oh, let's check this community out. And they're wondering, Is this person next to me want to know me? Does that person across the room want to know me? Am I going to feel known and loved by God? Well, here's the deal, guys. You guys are the people they get to see God in at first. You're the first line of, you're the first line of family for people. We were, we were driving. We took the family up to Yukaipa. I didn't realize Ukaipa was a place until yesterday. Um, but Yukaipa is an actual location in Orange County. Um, I, don't even, I don't even know if it's Orange County anymore. It's an hour and a half away. That's, that's forever. Um, <laughs> and we went apple piggy with our family. And um, here's the cool thing. I our neighbors... Um, we, we, our neighbor's behind our house. So think about behind our, uh, we have a fence in our backyard. Uh, we, we've got to know them so well that we've actually agreed, and we did this, to put a gate in our fence. So literally, they can just come right through our back fence and hang out with us, and we can go play in their pool, which was the real idea there. But, um, <laughs> no, but really, we actually got to know them really well. It's good. Um, and, um, and they were like, you know, we were doing yard work. And they say, hey, we're going to pick apples. And, and, and right then I knew we were going to. Because Jessica heard that. And I, saw, and I saw the adventure, like, look in her eyes. And, she, and I'm like, well, we're going to pick apples today. Okay. And <laughs> so sure enough, they left. And I was like, hey, honey, did you want to do that? She's like, yeah. I was like, it's an hour and a half. She's like, I know. It's worth it. I'm like, I agree. Let's do it. And so... So our two families went up there, and we um, we 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 left a little. We, we left um, we left to come back down, and on the way home, about thirty minutes before we reached here, is um, our car overheated, did something silly, And so we pulled off the freeway just in time for our car to stop <laughs> and not start again. And so you know, we we called the tow truck, and actually, our this is the beautiful thing about family, right? They they were on their way back, and they just stopped, picked up the kids and, and Jessica, and, and took them home. And I'm sitting there with the car, and and the. Um, the tow truck driver came. And in my mind, I'm thinking, it's just gonna be him and me for a little while, I think. This is gonna be good. Uh, we're, we're gonna do family. I didn't say family. I said, oh, they're gonna get God. And, and, and so I'm sitting in the front the he, he loads it up and I'm on my way back. And it's just him and I. And he's a really neat young man. He's like 24. And I just start asking him questions about his life and stuff. And, and I love that. Uh, and as I'm driving, I'm just thinking to myself, I could do anything I want right now. I could talk about Jesus all, like, for the whole 30 minutes. Like, I could, I could find out what his life is like and pray for him and what does he need. Like, he's getting paid to hear the gospel. This is awesome. <laughs> and so I'm just sitting in this car. I'm sitting and like, just chatting with him and, you know, and just asking about some pain on his shoulder. And he's like, yeah. And so just praying for him and and, and, and asking about his marriage um, and some sharing things about marriage I've been learning lately. And it's just, it was just really fun and just sewing into his life. And and how can I do that except that i 've got life coming out of me it 's coming out of me, and how do I have so much life coming out of me because i 've surrounded myself with life i 've planted myself in this family i 've let my roots go deep i 've sacrificed i I, I, I serve you guys. I become served by you guys. I'm like, I'm in this family. And so it's, it's just natural that I have this crop a hundred times that just happens to manifest in a tow truck. So that's the heart of where we're going, guys. That's where we're going as a church. If, you're, if this is something that sounds exciting to you, hang out with us. Not just hang out, though. Be family. Be family. And what does that look like? I think it looks like a lot of stuff. We'll talk more about this as we go because we're always process- we're always developing our culture, okay? But it looks like it looks like coming in- and-, and serving each other, setting up chairs, helping with our kids, um, and 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 doing that. You know, it's it-, it just means showing up sometimes and 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 loving that person and making them feel known. Like it's not difficult. Listen, the gospel is not complicated. Church shouldn't be either. The gospel is that Jesus loved you so much that he couldn't stand eternity without you. So he, so, he, so he died on the cross to pay for all of our mistakes and all the things that separate us from him. And he, and he decided to have eternity with us. And all we had to do is say yes. That's the gospel. And now we have abundant life and life abundantly flowing out of us everywhere we go because of something he did. That's the gospel. So what's left? Just be loved in family. And when you find yourself in a tow truck, feel free to let it out. When you're at work. Yeah, this is is all I want to build, guys. This is all our leadership team is going after. We're going after the presence of God in the context of family. And I promise you, I promise you. Yeah, come on. I promise you it works. I promise you God's plan works. And if this isn't your family, find a family, right? Like I'm not possessive. I just know I love our family. But hang out with us. Love on each other. We're going to spend some time in a minute and we're just going to love on each other. We're going to pray for each other. We're going to pour out all this goodness that's inside of us and it's going to get out of the people around you. And their lives are going to be transformed. And you get to be the one that does it, not me. Because the kids, the sons and daughters have to recognize what's in me. And I don't know what's in me until I actually like let it out. Okay? So here's what I wanna do. I wanna pray for us first because I think some of us, we've never had this. We've never felt like this. And to be honest, we have an understanding of what church is. We have paradigms of church, and this is one of the things I know I'm working against as we build this church, guys. Like, we're working against normal church. And I, I, I'm not going to point in there. I don't know which church that is. I'm just saying, the idea of church is that we come in, we hear a message, and we leave. Right? And the only thing that really gets ministered to is our seats. Right? Because, like, the only thing that gets poured out is our seats because you're sitting on it. Like, it's blessed. But listen, like... So in some ways, we need to kind of like shift our thinking about what church is and what it isn't. So if, you're, if, there's, if there's aspects that you wish this looked like a regular church, well, it might change a little bit, but we're never going to look like a church that, that feeds everybody with a spoon. I'm, I, I'd rather have a church where we spread, the, we spread out a harvest on a table, like a little massive brunch or something like that. And you guys just, we put this food out, it says, come and feast. And everybody just comes and shows up and we feast on this food right and we're like oh i'm gonna feast on tiffany's food today and Sigal's food and and chris's food like i'm gonna i'm gonna feast on the food in front of us because you guys are the food this is the table guys look around you this is the table that we sit at all right my wife told me i, I repeat myself too much so amen amen this is it guys this is it let me pray for us and i and here's the deal guys Family isn't created because one person thinks it's a good idea. But when we all start thinking the same thoughts and we all start going down the same road and we all have that same filter, what does family look like? Well, that person's hurting, but I I really want to get lunch. But the filter of family says that I have something that person needs. And so I think I'll sacrifice 10 minutes of lunch to love on this person. Okay, good. Father, I thank you for what you're doing. I so thank you for your presence in this place. God, I thank you, God, that you show up every time we come. Ah. Yeah, Lord, would you just, would you give us vision, give each person in here vision that that breathes and desires family, that desires to be known and to know others, that we would be known by you, (laughs) and feel passionately powerful to love the person next to us because of how much we're known. Yeah. Yeah, God, you get us. Take us into family, God. And God, I just, I recognize too that we all have had different understandings of family and different, we've come from different families. But I thank you, Lord, that your family is full of love, and it casts out fear, so God thank you, Father, for where you're taking us God. I have no fear that you're going to lead us and guide us down incredible pastures and places to 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 eat at your table god with 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 transformative power and miracles and 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 salvations and deliverances god you're 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 everything wow, yeah. Amen, amen. Hey, one last thing before I do, Whew. shakalaba. Thank you, Father. Yeah, just honestly, just put on your hearts. Just I just felt like He wasn't quite done, so just hold on. Yeah, just if you if your heart is to have family, just tell Him, God, I want a family to grow in. I want a family to blossom in. I want to have deep roots, God, that are unshakable in you and in family. And that you'd even ask him, ask the Father how you can how how you can actually manifest what we've been talking, what I've been talking about this morning, how you can actually let it happen through you. What would that look like for you to become family? What would your love look like? Yeah. I thank you, Lord. You're a really good leader. You're a really good leader, God. We'll follow you anywhere. Yeah, amen. Amen, amen. Come on. Amen. Yeah, you can give God a hand. Come on, I love him. Just give glory. Hey, one last thing before we do something. Um, You should have gotten a piece of paper on this little card. If you didn't, it's because you were sitting um, really far away, and and that's okay. But I'd I'd love for you to get one of these little surveys. Really, honestly, I want to know what our family's thinking. And some of you guys... People just naturally don't want to talk to the pastor um, for different reasons. I don't know why. Um, so <laughs> um, and so I, I want to hear what you're thinking. And I, honestly, I would love to hear what everybody's thinking. So if you're someone that doesn't usually fill out little surveys like this, like me, um, I just want to, I want to encourage you to take a couple seconds. And it, literally, it shouldn't take long. There's no long, drawn answers. But one of my love is what areas um, do you want to most grow in in your walk with God? I'd love to hear what our family is growing in and, and, and what are you guys going after. So um, I want to I wanna just, <laughs> I had first service pinky promise. Can we do that? Hold, hold up your pinky. I just like doing this. this is more, I, someone said, I'm not sure it's in the Bible. I'm not sure it is either, but, um, but hold up your pinky. Come on, does everybody have pinkies? Okay, good. I like your pinkies. Good job. And I want you to pinky promise that you're going to do this before you leave. Pinky promise me? All right. (laughs) This is my daughter. She makes me pinky promise. I keep telling her, no, Reagan. Your yeses are yes and your noes are no. And she goes, dad. Dad, pinky promise. I'm like, okay. I pinky promise. All right. Um, So there's pens in front of you. There should be. Borrow one if there's not, but there should be enough pens. And when you're done, um, right next to the coffee or two little offering bins, just drop it in there. Um, And we'll we'll get it, okay? Honestly, this is valuable to me. So I'd appreciate it because it's just fun to hear what you guys are thinking on certain things. Um, Okay, now here's what I want to do. I want everybody to stand up. Stand up, stand up, stand up. All right, unless you're sleeping. Um, Stand up, unless you're tired, That's fine. Um, And so... What I want you to do is I'm going to have you guys do something that's kind of scary for a lot of people. Okay? I'm going to have you talk to somebody else. So some people here like come in and they just want to leave without being seen. I totally understand that. We're all in different places, but today we're going to we're going to we're going to we're going to press into family a little bit. Okay? So here's what we're going to do. I want I want to give you guys a chance to release all that incredible love that's inside you. Not just your chair, right? <laughs> and so I want you to break up into groups of like three or maybe four and if you have to leave I totally get it but I, I, I'd love it if you could just hang out and just kind of just be surprised what comes out when you give them a chance to show up in your life and by the way you're about to get have your life changed by the person next to you here's what I want you to do though I, I want you to try to find at least one or two people that you don't know okay, just, I've never met you, I've seen you before, I don't know you, go grab that person. If they're two seats away, man, that's a trek, but I say go for it, okay? <laughs> go for it. Grab somebody you don't know. If there's a couple you do and you grab a friend, you got somebody you don't know, great. And I want just, here's what you do. Just ask them, hey, God, what do you want to do in their life? What, what blessing do you want to bring? What goal do you have in their life? And, just, and just, ask, just ask the Father what He wants to do. And if you can't think of anything, if you don't hear anything, just do this. Just say, just pray. pray. I pray that God would apprehend you with even more love and passion in your life. Like, that's a good prayer, okay? Don't, don't ever pray, God, show me their sin. Don't ever pray, I pray you'd convict them of what they're doing. Don't ever pray that weird stuff, Okay? Holy Spirit knows what He's doing. He knows how to grow people. Your job isn't to grow them. Your job is to love them into the Holy Spirit. So just look for gold. There's no reason to, to, to uncover sin in their life. That's boring. And, and it actually doesn't create any fruit. All right? Can you guys do that? All right, so we're going to put the house music on. I I might give a last minute announcement, but honestly, if you guys are finished, you stay as long as you need to, just love on each other. Grab some you don't know and make sure you put those uh, surveys back there when you're done because you pinky promise. All right? Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.